Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Bibby's not on full screen. How are we all doing today? Welcome to twitch.tv forward slash ice cream. It's Friday, end of the week. I just want to start things off by shed, uh, sharing a really important message. My name is Cuban Pete, and I dance to a rumba beat. When I play the maracas, I go chick chicky boom, chick chicky boom, chick chicky boom. There you go, you're welcome. Um, I may have just played that song on Instagram a little bit earlier on. So, <laughs> so yeah, it's now earwormed me and Babe. And now all of you, my name is Cuban Pete. <laughs> I dance to a rumba beat. Uh, anyway, good morning. How are we all doing? Welcome and it's Friday. Yeah, end of a week, end of a week, end of a week of scoops. Your final edition of the scoop uh, for you guys right here, right now. Can I ask you all a favour? Do you mind just letting everyone know that we that we are live? You know, you know, some people don't don't get the message, but there you go. There is the message. We are now live on Twitch. If you can just go and hit retweet on that, that would be fantastic. You lovely, lovely people. Plum Rico says, good morning. Happy Friday. How the hell are you doing? Enix says, ice cream upload. <laughs> With a load of O's. Thank you very much. Good morning. I see you've also been on the alcohol. Nice. Lake says, uh, hello. No, it doesn't. Actually, he says, hello. Nope, doesn't sound like that. It sounds like, hello. Nope. No, okay, try again. Hello. There you go. That's how it sounds like. So our exclusive subscriber more that sounds exactly like that did. Uh, Gagad says, good morning, <laughs> gents. How the devil are you? Uh... Enix, can you sprinkles all over my face? Well, that's gone weird. <laughs> good morning, Enix. Um, good morning, gentlemen. Good morning, says Chucky. All right. Uh, you really shouldn't drink in the morning, says Tito. Uh, it's caffeine. It's caffeine, Your Honour. I swear. It's my muscle moose brew. Yeah. That's what it was. Honest. Uh, just had undercooked bacon, so getting ready to bum chunder. Enix is on form <laughs> this morning. <laughs> lovely. Lovely. Good morning. Uh, Mr. T says, morning, I'm in a long queue to get my COVID vaccine. Happy Friday. Happy Friday. Hey. Nice. Nice. Which one have you got? Are you a, a Moderna man or are you uh, a Geyser Pfizer? Uh, what we're saying? What we're saying? I'm, I'm on Pfizer next week, next Tuesday. Uh, but anyway, good morning. Welcome in. How are we all doing? Welcome into to uh, twitch.tv forward slash ice cream uploads. If you don't know, um, my name is Graham. This is Bibby and we are ice cream uploads. And in true ice creamy fashion, this is The Scoop, the UK's number one video game podcast. Number one video game podcast. Well, it is in our eyes anyway. Anyway, welcome in to the stream. We do go live on Twitch each and every single weekday at 10 a.m. ish. Ish. 10 a.m. ish on twitch.tv forward slash ice cream uploads. The time is now 11.25, so not the greatest 10 a.m. ish today, but you know, it's all right, it's fine, it's Friday. It's Friday, it's Friday. Everyone gets late on Friday. That's what the words go like now anyway. Um... <laughs> Anyway, we are live on Twitch. We do go live at 10 a.m. ish each and every single weekday. And if you're in the chat, it's important that you get involved. You guys do each and every single weekday. And that's wonderful because it, it means a lot. It means a lot, the fact that you guys get involved. Not just because it helps us with the show, but it helps everyone else that watches and listens on demand. So we turn this live stream into a podcast, a video that goes on YouTube and an audio podcast on iTunes and Spotify and SoundCloud and Google Play. So lots of people watching and listening on demand that don't get to speak and share their thoughts and opinions right here, right now in the chat. You guys get to do that. I mean, I didn't even say that we're going to give you our thoughts and our impressions on the biggest, the best, and the breaking stories in the world of video games. We want your thoughts and impressions and your thoughts and impressions on our thoughts and impressions on behalf of everyone else watching Bloody and listening yeah. on demand. Nice. Lots of thoughts and impressions. Uh, we are going to jump into the show. First things first, let me just mention exclamation mark, insert coin, because I'm wearing the lovely PlayStation hoodie again. This is probably my favorite one, this black uh, PlayStation hoodie. Out of the two that they sent me last week, week before so exclamation mark insert coin you can get yourself 20 percent off insert coin products by using the code there if you want to buy yourself some insert coin products as well then you might as well get involved in our giveaway exclamation mark giveaway if you watch it on stream um that will give you a link through to our pinned tweet on twitter you can win yourself 50 quid to spend at insert coin on behalf of us and the lovely people at insert coin so feel free to get involved in the giveaway and then use our discount code to save yourself some money. They might stack, they might not. I haven't checked, but but there you go. Uh, and for anyone else that has already entered and that's got your freebie mention, uh, freebie uh, interactions and so on, because we do offer extra giveaways, extra entries into the giveaway each and every single week there just by going to the player.gg link in the tweet. Um, is my chatbot dead? My chatbot is dead. Okay, well, I'll try again. Uh, what? <laughs> Awkward. Um, 
So, yeah, if you do want any extra entries into the giveaway, make sure you check out the link when Chatbot finally comes back alive because you can get two extra entries for free every day to increase your chances of winning. If you're not you're not bothered about that, you just want to be a subscriber and you don't want to enter giveaways and stuff, then you can also win giveaways just by entering exclamation mark uh, loot drop. There we go. Chatbot is alive. Is it logged in? It is logged in. There we go. If anyone just wants to type exclamation mark insert coin, exclamation mark giveaway, exclamation mark loot drop, you'll get all the information in the channel. But before... Without even any further ado, babe, we have some very tasty stories to discuss today. Am I right? Yes, we do. Yes, we do. Yes, we do. As you can see now, I didn't mean to put it on the screen straight off the bat, but there it is. So I might as well leave it there. Nintendo <laughs> and Xbox are in secret talks. Ooh. Yeah, yeah. They've got all the secret handshakes going on and everything. Yeah, it's, 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 it's things you love to see. Or, or is it? Is it? I mean, is it a thing that PlayStation doesn't love to see? We'll take you into that news. Just to, just to give you a quick summary of the news that we will be going through today. We don't usually do this, but I started thinking maybe I should give you a, a little gist of what is to come. Starting things off with a conversation about Nintendo and Microsoft potentially having uh, conversations. Bethesda and Microsoft... Uh, no, Nintendo and Microsoft having conversations. Bethesda and Microsoft will be joining each other on the same stage at E3. There's some discounts for the Epic Game Stores. I'm going to say discounts. There's also freebies so feel free to stick around for all of that content but for now we'll jump into the first news story of the day uh, let's take the discussion off for now as this one is written by game central at metro gaming and it says nintendo and microsoft in secret xbox talks reveal court papers Woo. Spicy, spicy secret talks. Ooh, so court documents from the Epic Games versus Apple case reveal behind-the-scenes discussions between Microsoft and Nintendo. But was it about Game Pass? Question mark. Ever since Microsoft announced Xbox Game Pass and talked about it in terms of wanting to get it on every device possible, there have been rumors of a deal with Nintendo, especially once they start to push the xCloud streaming service. Uh, the Switch seemed like the perfect format, given its proper gaming device with controls other than just touchscreen that may be exactly what microsoft and nintendo has been discussing too or it might not uh, because nintendo has had all the details redacted from the court records uh, knowing nintendo the hidden details could be over how many sugars their execs take in their coffee rather than any real company secrets but the odds are it's something important if it's not game pass though and there's no certainty that it is then another possibility is nintendo using microsoft's azure streaming technology something which sony has already signed up to do Nintendo has already experimented with streaming in Japan, so are clearly interested in the concept and yet would have to rely on another company, such as Microsoft or Google, for the underlying technology. There are a million other possibilities, from Master Chief in Super Smash Bros. to Microsoft buying Nintendo, which would be the first, uh, wouldn't be the first time they've tried. Whatever's going on, though, the chances of Nintendo, uh, the chances are Nintendo said no. Uh, the company has never been one for collaborations with other console manufacturers. Just ask Sony. And if Game Pass does end up on the Switch, that would be a major, uh, major change in policy for the company. That's the end of the article. Nice. Okay, we do have. Uh, a tweet embedded there from Steven Totilo, which says, Nintendo says these portions of an Xbox biz dev execs deposition in Epic versus Apple reflect competitively sensitive information about negotiations between Nintendo and Microsoft. She was primarily deposed about trying to bring xCloud to iOS and more broadly discussed the console biz. So there you go. Nintendo, Microsoft, having secret talks. Is there the potential of a partnership? Has it gone? Could it come back again? Is it still a conversation that's ongoing? All we can say is there have been conversations. We don't know what about. We don't know if they've stopped. We don't know if they've been hidden for now. Uh, we don't know if they've been shelved. Whatever. We don't know. What do you think it could be, Bib? I... Th I uh, the, easy, the easy way out is to say... I have no idea, <laughs> but I think it's, it's, it's kind of like the world's worst kept secret. We've covered it many, many times on this channel before. It's been featured in 101 different articles about the possibility of Game Pass coming to the Nintendo Switch. I think it's perhaps a match made in heaven. We've seen xCloud coming to your mobile. We've seen it now on our uh, on Apple phones. We've seen it on iPads. We've seen it on tablets. You can play it on your PC. You can play it on your tablet. It really doesn't matter. You can pretty much play Game Pass anywhere as long as you've got it. Now, the biggest slice of the pie 
would be to have one of the fastest selling consoles and one of the best consoles out there at the moment, albeit it's underpowered to a degree, is a Nintendo Switch. Have, you can't really play, I don't even know if you can, I haven't tried it, but you can't play any of Game Pass games on your phone without a controller of sorts, whether or not it'll be a Bluetooth Xbox One or uh, Xbox Series X controller or Series S or one of the Razer gadgets or many of the other gadgets that have come out the peripheral for your phone to be able to play these kind of things. Maybe a 8-bit door controller, I'm not sure. Anything with Bluetooth capabilities, I imagine, but you can't play it without them. So what's the next best thing? Being able to play them on your Nintendo Switch anywhere, being able to dock it and then you picking up your Pro Controller and then playing your favorite Xbox games wherever you are, if you're in the front room or... Well, obviously not on a plane unless it's got Wi-Fi, but having the ability to be able to play these games anywhere, I'm sure they would have gone to Nintendo to ask them. Xbox are balls out. Do you know what I mean? They they are they haven't got anything to well say they haven't got anything to hide, but they're not ashamed to ask questions and then potentially put the blame on anybody else who says no. Say we tried. It, we we we're the ones that are trying. We're the ones that are making all the moves. These guys just don't want any part of it. So I think a wise move. I would absolutely love to see Game Pass on a Nintendo Switch, but I can see why Nintendo don't want to do it for the time being. Yeah, for those of you that are late into the show, um, Calden Echo, good morning, says Nintendo and Xbox, what did I miss? Well, if you are late, let me just, well, first of all, let me put this into the chat. That is the Instagram link. If anyone's on Instagram, feel free to go and hit like on that post. Add it to your story. It helps us grow there too. Thank you. Thank you. You don't have to, but, but it would be nice. Um, well, the gist of it, as you can see on the link in uh, on the image in that link, is that Nintendo and Microsoft have been in secret talks. We don't know what those conversations are. The rumors are that it would be around getting Xbox Game Pass onto Nintendo. Uh, onto well, basically, Microsoft wanted to get Nintendo uh, Xbox Game Pass on all devices possible, and Nintendo's Switch suits that down to the ground so that is what the conversation is around um uh and hello guys how are you all you're good we're good we're better now you're here enzo cast stream hey how's things enzo um nintendo are historic for not making partnerships and no one gets their ip um that that is true that is true but nintendo almost to a fault i mean they are massive right now but you go back five ten years and nintendo was kind of like on a cusp of Shit! Did we make a, a huge spike with the uh, with the Wii, but then drop off to the point where it looked like Met, uh, Nintendo was kind of another one of those brands that didn't revitalize itself quick enough, um, like Capcom and so. I mean, it's funny because both Capcom and Nintendo have turned things around. Capcom are on like four straight years of record breaking profits. Nintendo are smashing. So yeah, yeah, for sure. Nintendo are smashing it with the Switch um, and the titles that have come around on that. So you, you go back two years, Nintendo was on 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 the up. Now Nintendo is very far on the up. Maybe those conversations were conversations that had started four years ago, three years ago, two years ago. And then Nintendo gets back to a point where it's, actually, I can put my chest back out again now. I am Nintendo. I don't need Microsoft. So maybe there was a conversation that Game Pass would be coming to the Switch. Um, and then Nintendo gone, actually, do you know what? Uh, Animal Crossing single-handedly saved Nintendo. So fuck it. No, we don't need Game Pass. So maybe it was something that was going to happen. Maybe <laughs> it's something that kind of isn't going to happen. But but yeah, Nintendo definitely. They don't play well with others, just like PlayStation. Um, mm -hmm. But they worked pretty well with Microsoft to bring around cross-play. So... Yeah, don't know. Is it a case of is this more off the back of crossplay? Is it a case of the, a Game Pass conversation did happen off the back of crossplay, or is it a case of that never happened? We don't know. We don't know. But it's, it's it's fun to speculate. I mean, the obvious, the obvious, easy, low hanging fruit to pick off is the one that mentions in the article, which Jordan did mention. Let me scroll back up. Uh, wouldn't surprise me with the amount of Microsoft IPs in Smash, which is one of the biggest FGC games. Uh, that's fine, game community games, by the way. Uh, I'm expecting to see Master Chief in Smash next. So it could be as simple as that. Mm -hmm. And it could be a case of my, yeah. uh, they don't want th that news coming out because if they're going to put um, ad spend and marketing and and all sorts of um, budget to push that, and it's already been leaked, that budget could just be ugh, it. Maybe maybe the the announcement being announced uh, at that point in time 
could have a good impact on their share prices. The fact that it gets leaked beforehand would have, obviously, it would dampen that impact on their share prices. So it could just be a case of Nintendo have gone, yeah. yep, don't talk about that because we want to control the revenue stream at that point in time. It could be that. Um, mm-hmm. Which, obviously, if you're a Smash player, um, that's yeah. exciting. But if you're not, not as much. Sorry, what were you saying, I don't, I don't even think it's down to money with Nintendo. I think they are just very protective of whatever it is that they have, whether or not it's software or hardware. So I agree with you that they potentially may have been thinking about it, but I don't actually think it's down to money with them. I think it's just... Ha- if it was down to money, I think it would have been more of the lines of, okay, so people are going to subscribe to Games Pass. What do we get out of it, apart from people potentially buying our console? But if they've already got the console, what cuts do they get? Does that mean that the price of the user will have to pay more to play it on Nintendo? Does that mean that uh, Xbox will have to relieve some of their um, their profits and just pay for, I don't know, 200 million billion pounds to Nintendo for them to be able to have it as a one-time sum? And they'll be able to use it and continuously until the contract renews or whatever. Like, if that's the part that it comes down to money, that's a, that's that's what it is. But I genuinely think it's just Nintendo saying, "We're Nintendo. We kind of we'll lend you some of our IPs to be able to use in other things. Like Microsoft, you can come over here and bring some of your characters with your Sega. You can come over here, Capcom. You can come over here, Konami. You can come over here, have all of your characters." put them into Smash Brothers, and then we're good to go. Fire Emblem, we can take some of your characters and bring you over here, or whatever it is, whatever IP it is, that they want to take some of the the world's most famous video game characters and then put them into whatever it is that they're creating. But in terms of software and hardware, they've always been a bit, don't want to say tight, but they've been very protective, and they don't want to release that anything else. uh, Could you imagine 30 years ago, Zelda only being on a Nintendo platform and it not seeing the light of day on any other platform? Super Mario Brothers, same thing. 30 years ago, I'd have been five, so I wouldn't have imagined anything. <laughs> 30 years ago, I'd have still, I wouldn't have even been born yet. Well, you would, you'd just be a few days old. <laughs> baby, 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 baby. Um, yeah, so looking at the industry as a whole, I would have thought maybe it could have jumped around to different platforms. Yeah. Uh, specifically, if you're looking at what, what, the competitors were you've got the likes of um the sonics and so on which naturally Mm -hmm. sega has kind of come gone sonic's been everywhere since then so you kind of think oh maybe it could have done yeah so sonic went from being a first platform a first first party game to that company giving up on first Mm -hmm. party and becoming third party um Uh so yeah mascots for playstation crash bandicoot tomb raider all gone yeah exactly all gone spyro all gone so they're on everything now Industry is wide. Yeah, it kind of surprises me that it hasn't, but knowing what I know about Nintendo in the same time frame, yeah, absolutely. It's not going anywhere because Nintendo is Nintendo and that is mine. Uh, <laughs> it's a shame. Yeah, yeah. Like Bibby said, oh no, Billy said, nice Billy. Uh, Microsoft just asked the question and then put the blame on others for not agreeing to be friends. Exactly. It's like me and Bib. Just like, do you know what? We had plans for a stream with Dr. Disrespect. Actually, no, because not him, because he's on Twitter, he's on YouTube now. Okay, we had plans <laughs> for a stream with, with Timmy Tenders, Tim the Tapman, and it was all mapped out, but then Tim pulled the plug. What really happened was like, Tim, do you want to do a stream? He's like, no. He's <laughs> like, oh, okay. Okay, never mind. <laughs> Fuck. Awkward. Just don't leak the DMs. Don't leak the DMs. <laughs> Um, Kalaneka says, okay, but it would be very good when they partner up with others so that uh, gamers can play with each other, uh, whether on uh, PlayStation or so. No, yeah, I mean, that's kind of what everyone wants in terms of that that cross-market progression. And like being able to play your games on Game Pass and then take them over from your Xbox to your PC and then from your PC to your Switch, that's kind of wonderful, especially if you get cross-progression. You start a game on your Xbox... um, but then you go to your family member's house for Christmas or whatever. You've not brought your Xbox, but there's a Switch there. You logging in and being able to continue that game would be wonderful. The only thing, the only thing that kind of like makes me worry about this is like if all of those games that are available on Game Pass, we're not, we're not sure if if Game Pass is sustainable. I mean, it could be. But it absolutely probably is uh, because they're fucking raking it in, or so it seems. But but mm-hmm. we're not sure. We there's there's some reasonable doubts as to whether that will remain the same forever. Um, 
So if there's not necessarily enough money to go around and you're throwing another first, part, first party into that mix, is there going to be enough money to go around to cover Nintendo? Bearing in mind that I have an Xbox One X and I have Doom Eternal and I love that game. And I've got a Switch uh, and I'm going to buy... No, actually, I've not even got Doom Eternal. I've got an Xbox One X and I've got a Switch and I'm going to buy Doom Eternal for my Switch. Actually, no, I've got I've got Game Pass. So I've got Doom Eternal on that, and I can play that on my Switch. I don't know if it is on Game Pass. I'm just using that as an example. So Doom, a game that I can buy as a standalone uh, cartridge or download on my Switch, I now don't have to buy it. That's 40, 50 quid of revenue gone, which Xbox has to then fork out some cash to Nintendo because it's lost. Uh, they've lost a sale, so they have to get some form of revenue for that because they're playing it on their console through game pass xbox then need to throw some money at bethesda because doom is their game so they need some money and they also then need to take some money for themselves and that 40 quid game is a 10 pound subscription for that one month split across three different providers doom nintendo and xbox is that enough money to go around because that 40 quid if you let's say they split it evenly they probably won't but let's say three pound 33 per uh, per one of them that 40 quid game, they're going to have to sell 15 games um, to mm. be able to cut even for every person that plays a game on Switch. Can, uh, so, yeah, that one person who buys Doom needs to effectively um, buy 15 games to, to bring them, to bring up to the 40 quid for each brand. Can, yeah, you, I'm balls in the way I'm describing the maths up, but you get the idea. <laughs> There's a lot of mouths to feed and not a lot to go around. So... I understand why, if this doesn't come to uh, Nintendo Switch, because you are carrying one of your competitors' strongest brands um, on your platform, which will actively take chunks of revenue out of your pocket and and swap big chunks of revenue for smaller chunks, but consistently, because that's what it is. Getting Game Pass playing on your console means that you're not going to get 40 quid now, but you'll get two quid, you'll get three quid, you'll get two quid, you'll get three quid every month, every month, every month, every month, which... That's quite logical for companies like subscription services because they've got guaranteed, air quotes, income month on month on month. They can plan better for how they keep their company uh, subsidized as opposed to going big launch, shitloads of money, and then a dull period while you build your next game. And a big launch and a shitload of money and dull period. So you have to plan your finances better in that case, whereas having the money coming on a subscription means you've got you've got steady income. But Nintendo have never been about that. Nintendo have been about, oh, you want to buy a game from us? Yeah, we're not going to give you any platform to get it for two or three quid. What you're going to do is spend 55 quid because it's launch week. Oh, nice. And if I wait six months? Yeah, 55 quid. Okay, what if I wait six years? Yeah, still 55 quid. Okay, so Nintendo are like, I'm not asked if you buy it now or in six months or six years. It's going to be a lot of money. So it kind of clashes with their, their idea of, okay, two, three, four, five quid a month. Nah, we want 50 quid right now and then 50 quid next month for the next game and then 50 quid again the next month after that. So mm-hmm. it's, a, it's a big change for Nintendo. So if it is Game Pass, it wouldn't surprise me if, if those conversations have, have been and gone. But speaking of which, would you like to see Game Pass on the Switch? There is a poll in the chat for anyone watching live on Twitch. Get your votes in now. Yes or no, would you like to see Game Pass on, on uh, Switch? Okay, let's jump back into the, to the comments. Um... I think Nintendo have enough cash in the bank. Where's it gone? It's gone off my screen. All the way from the Wii hype. Uh, they can ride a quiet period for a long time. I mean, that's the thing, though. Um, that was the case, but then they invested a lot of money into the R&D and distribution of the Wii U, which didn't necessarily make them a lot of money. So they did have a rainy day fund, but then they had an exceptionally rainy day in industry terms. It was, what was it, 18 months before developers started pulling out of the Wii U, like saying, okay, we're not going to develop games for the Wii U. It may even have been 12 months. And that is a huge impact for a, co- a product that you're expecting to last five, six, seven years, and you get 12 months before um, developers are pulling out of that. That will have been a shitload of revenue lost. So that rainy day fund suddenly looks a little bit bleaker. But then again, you have a switch to back that back up again. They've gone from huge high to quite a significant low, mm. back to a huge high. So yeah, that rainy day fund is absolutely topped back up again. 
Um, Tito says, I still think Microsoft buying Sega is more likely can see a reciprocal deal. Microsoft provide technical infrastructure support in return for Game Pass platforming on the Switch. Do you know, I can I can see that one. I can definitely see that one. I think you're spot on there. Um, for anyone that doesn't know that, there has been rumors about Microsoft buying Sega for a while. Microsoft executives wearing Sega t-shirts in YouTube videos and things like that. And we know Microsoft have a history of hiding things in plain sight in their videos. Like there was an Xbox... 1S sat on the shelf behind Phil Spencer about three months before it was shown to the world just so that they can go back and go, aha, I see that white thing you thought was a book. That's a 1S. Um, so <laughs> is that what it is? It could be. It could be. Um, Enzo Castrini says, gamers might want partnerships and cross-play, but we need to remember these are companies and it's about profit and protecting their IP. It is. It is. Um, Bonsai! Good morning, Bonsai! Uh, good morning, dude. Uh, Colin Necker says, um... I guess you're right, but if they would share their plans, they could make epic things. Just imagine what could be if they would work together. But I guess Nintendo will not go with a partnership, uh, like always. Okay, 67%, just over two-thirds of people, would like to see Game Pass on Switch. Um, I didn't vote, but I would vote in yes, because more games, more platforms, yes, please. So that doesn't surprise Yay. me. Nice vote, nice. Um uh, I understand that it's a great idea, but the price of IP and controlling your IP is far more important uh, than making great things. It is. It is. From a business perspective, naturally, um, having control of your own fate and your own titles and your own, own destiny and protecting those and ensure that you get a lion's share of all of the profits absolutely is, is the best way. That's it. I mean, if you bring in Xbox Game Pass, that takes people away from your games on your platform. You essentially become a sub-platform that complements another one in theory there's other ways i mean there's a million ways that that could go but in theory that could just absolutely pull the rug out nintendo could inadvertently change themselves to an xbox provider and that's it soon as soon as xbox then go actually we don't want game pass and switch anymore switch then go oh fuck if you take that we have nothing else no other revenue streams so they xbox then can start going okay we were giving you um uh, 30 pence for every pound that we earn we're now going to give you 20 pence for every pound 10 pence for every pound and nintendo just kind of have to take it at that point so it's understandable to protect yourself i mean it's the ideal uh, ideal is that we get nintendo games and we get game pass and we get everything everywhere obviously reality reality versus uh dreams it's, it's not necessarily the case uh, Enzo says I, I in fact might just start doing this so I was planning a partnership with Ice Cream Uploads but they just pulled out the last minute without comment oh no he's mentioned it no comment <laughs> no comment uh, I needed like a, a really high pitch sort of like uh, so I can do it. I just just want to reach out to our legal guys and uh, yeah we discussed the terms and conditions and uh, we had a conversation with Enzo Castream and his wage demands were just extremely high for the amount of money that was concerned so we said no okay thank you bye bye so yeah there you go uh, <laughs> da, 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 what Okay, let me just see if we can catch up. Game Pass is the Spotify of the gaming world, and with like Spotify, it reaches more people, uh, but it hurts the artists. A lot of developers will fall when this model becomes the norm. I hope it never does. Um, they get money month to month, but the more in uh, the pole water down the money, so it becomes less and less. Uh, oh yeah, more in the uh, is that more in the pool? But I get I get what you say. I get what you say. But yeah, there's there's there's. There's positives and negatives to the, if we're talking uh, economics of a subscription platform, absolutely. Some developers will get more money than they ever did. Some developers absolutely will not get uh, the money. And we've, we've had conversations of this before. Say if you have an hour-long game and people download it, do you, do you pay the developer on the install? And is that it? It's done and gone? Do you pay the developer? Do you pay the developer on amount of time played? Because if that's the case, developers indie developers that want you to have the best 60 minutes of your life which is a sentence that bibi always says uh easy tiger now if you want to have uh, six minutes sorry my bad uh you want to have the best 60 minutes of your life download and play this game it's exceptional seconds uh, yeah, yeah 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 um but it's it's over and done with and that's the point we don't want to drag it out we don't want it to live forever we want it to just be that moment of magic which is what bibi says again um fine wonderful exceptional yeah but when you're on a game pass mechanic if it's a case of actually no replayability and time spent in the in the game, Microsoft will give them money back. Um, then that's a case of, okay, well, we will stop seeing indie developers doing that and we will just have indie developers doing a shitload of 
grind games, games that need you to come back to Farmville, maintain your crops, do this, that, and the other, because it makes us an absolute shitload of money, and we don't earn money from the games that we actually want to make. And then, mm-hmm. yeah, it becomes... It become, so there's, there's all sorts of issues where that could harm the industry going forward. That said, if if we live in a world where that doesn't do that, where there is good balance in the economics. I know that's a huge if, but let's just just run with it because obviously we've been through the economics of things before. Let's say if that is the case, then having a subscription service where people can spend a guaranteed £120 per year, that's, that's averaging £10 a month, um, and have access to a library of thousands of games, that also stepping away from the developers and going back to the consumers that is a huge huge deal like one one game spider-man 70 quid pow on playstation a thousand games for 120 quid on xbox and that's kind of where the difference is it's like it's it's trying to satisfy all all causes because yes you're taking money out of the developer's pocket but you're putting content into the user's pocket and which is which is the the necessary evil. I mean, both of the necessary evils and both of the nece- necessary mm-hmm. benefits. But in in true karate kid terms, it's all about balance. It's all about balance. <laughs> Uh, Lucas2792 says, for me, Game Pass on the Switch would only be worth it if there is some way they could make cross-saves between Xbox and Switch possible. Um, do you know what? Yeah, that's that's the dream. That is the dream. We're on, we're in a world where we're scratching the surface of cross-play. Cross-progression to that level. I mean, Fortnite is is exceptional for that. I mean, you don't have to like Fortnite at all, but the idea that... Bibby can fire it up on his PC, play a few games, jobs are good, and he can then jump on his PS4 and play a few games with me in party chat. Nice. And then we can both go into the office whenever that happens again, and he could just sit there on his Nintendo Switch and carry on again and keep playing through the same season pass. That is wonderful. Wonderful. I would love to see that in like games like that are online, like Fortnite, but offline, like Metal Gear Solid. If you're playing through the campaign on Metal Gear Solid, I want to start on my PlayStation, play it on my Xbox at work, come back, continue on my PlayStation, and then when something's on the TV, come upstairs and fire up the PC and then play it on there. Yes, please. That's what I want for the yeah. future of everything. Um, can you not do that already? Can you not do a cross-save? So, for instance, if I, I've got games pass on my PC, like I know Chucky's been and played State of Decay on his Xbox, uh, on his Xbox One when his PC was failing. And his save can just moved over. Is that because it's stored in the cloud? If I was to fire up Game Pass on my phone, could I continue my state of decay save, or will I have to start again? I'm fairly certain I can carry on with that save because the save is in the cloud. I believe it's 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 in the cloud, and it's a Microsoft title as well. So I think it's something right. that Microsoft have been heavily involved in. Um, so there, obviously that that is wonderful that's another great example of it but then obviously there'll be other games that you can play on xcloud and your xbox and xbox on pc that won't have that level of sort of progression i think destiny you can if i'm right it does have cross progression mm-hmm. because it's an online kind of thing um but yeah some 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 do that some don't do that and the closer we we, we get closer to that world where you can progress every day but it's been one of those things that you've kind of tasted in the industry for quite a while. So I'm, I, I, always, I always mention this because it was my first experience of cross-progression. Um, and it was me playing Metal Gear Solid uh, HD Collection on my PS3. So two generations back. Um, playing Metal Gear Solid HD Collection on the PS3, then saving that file and then transferring the save to my Vita, I think it was, um, and then continuing, yeah, it wasn't Vita, continuing the gameplay on my Vita then. And then when I finished, I can save and export the save back to my PS3 and carry on. Yes, it wasn't in the cloud and it wasn't effortless because I had to save it and then transport it like via the USB slot and stuff like that. It was, it was a bit cumbersome on it, wasn't it? I had to plug it in using a USB cable. That's what it was. It was a bit cumbersome. And once I'd copied it over to my PlayStation, I'd effectively taken it off of my Vita so I couldn't continue that save mm-hmm. then. So there was only one active save. Um, but that gave me the taste of cross-progression. The idea that I can play it on my uh, Vita on a train on the way to work. And then when I get back home, put it back on my PlayStation and play it on the TV. Yes, please. And we're about 10 years on from that, seven, eight years on from yeah. when I first tried that. And we're just getting to the point where it's becoming a reality. So I would love to see a lot more of that. That's that that for me is the future. Um, well, a bit of the future, not the entire future. Uh wage demands. Six mins uh is a bit of a push. <laughs> uh I don't know. Oh, six mins. Oh, there we go. Yeah, yeah. It's just all right. The wage demands. I mean, he, to be fair, you did ask for quite a lot in those wage demands. I mean, who 
Who in their right mind has the nerve to ask for two packets of penguin biscuits? Two! You get six in one pack? God. <laughs> anyway. Um, I wouldn't Negotiations hit... have to break away. <laughs> GG's. Thank you. Uh, Thank you. GG's. Um... Oh, this one for asking that. <laughs> Uh, I wouldn't hate the strange art style in Fortnite. It, if I wouldn't hate the strange art style in Fortnite, I would play it probably, but it's successful. Thing is, I mean, I don't like the art style per se. I don't dislike it. I think it's quite a nice, well-polished, cartoony sort of aesthetic, um, which is universal. It's a family game. It's like Disney. Disney is, is not... It's beyond cartoons and now, like, but it's, it's, it's animated. Let's put it that way. I mean, it's kind of daft because all video games are animated, but you know what I'm saying. Um, <laughs> and... I, I want something that, because I'm an old man, something that, that aims at an old man, something that's just got a bit more mature themes. That said, Fortnite in itself, it's, 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 it's ridiculously good. It does so much so well. I know it's, it's, it's a victim of its own success. It's become so successful that you, you, you meme it. It's, it's a game for 12-year-olds and stuff like that, but it's still, it's still, it's still pretty good. Um, uh, it's pretty damn sweet. just takes a second to sync when you boot it up. See, there you go. I'm assuming that's the state of decay crossplay, right? Uh, cross progression stuff, but yeah, exceptional, lovely, lovely. If you haven't played it, by the way, if you've got any format that plays state of decay, don't sleep on it. I did for about six years, and it was only because state of decay three is coming, um, and state of uh, not uh, the day before is coming. I was like, okay, I kind of this is a genre I've not touched on, and Bibby was like, yeah, you should try this. I was like, yeah. Yeah, okay. And they tried it and it's, it's wonderful. It's wonderful. There you go. By the way, we will not be playing State of Decay today. So despite bigging it up, we're not actually going to be playing it today. We were planning to play Knockout City. However, whilst it is out today and it's free on Xbox Game Pass, it's free for everyone for 10 days um, and it's free on EA Play. Um, it doesn't come out until 1pm. So by the time it comes out and then by well, the time we... Oh. I did see a tweet before we went live to say that they've had to push it back because something's not working. They said they'll get notified the rest of the thread as it keeps on going, so it could be delayed till a little bit later. Oh, so okay. chances are we probably wouldn't have been... Well, we wasn't playing it today because of the time it was coming out. We will re we will reschedule when we're likely to play this game because it looks like they're having a few teething problems trying to put it out onto various platforms. So there you go. No Knockout City today, which is a bit of a shame because we were absolutely hyped for that. But we will still play shitloads of Knockout City, just not today. So we are going to jump in with some more PUBG. We started some, uh, played some yesterday. We did some last week. Um, Bibby's just a massive PUBG fan. We just can't get him to stop talking about it. It's always the same. Just God's sake, Bibby. So some more PUBG. If you want to jump in with some games of PUBG, then feel free to join me and Bibby afterwards. Uh, you could have played before. You could have never played with us before. But it'd be nice to get some people to jump into some games. A couple of hours. Jumps gun fun times. Nice, nice, nice. Maybe an hour and a half ish. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, let's not wrap things up. Let's wrap things up for this story, though, and move forward. Mr. Garlic Clark is here. Good morning, Garlic. How's things, dude? All right. Uh, bon bonsai. Um, all right. Uh, da, da, da. No skill, says Arigato. Arigato. How's things, dude? Welcome in. Welcome in. I, I can't remember if I got my pronunciation good then. We did. We had someone that used to work with us um, at Ice Cream Slash Jelly, uh, who was a very fluent Japanese speaker, and she did teaches a few Japanese words and I've well forgotten how to pronounce it so I'm just going to assume it was nailed on you're all going to agree with me and we're going to move forward nice okay uh, Bonsai says uh, good yes mate I'm good thanks just popping into the stream before I pop out as it's my birthday today hey okay do you know what you've asked for this my friend I'm sorry you can't stop it you just have to accept it oh are you, no are you ready are you ready Everyone happy? Everyone good? Nice. <laughs> 33 years old. The big double threes. You love to see it. Happy birthday. Level threed out twice. He's got the three three on the go. You love to see it. Happy yeah. birthday, dude. I'm uh, so glad Discord saved me there. <laughs> 
I'm not sure about the people in the stream. I don't know whether you got saved by it or whether you got the full brunt of it. Hopefully you got the full brunt because 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 it's Bonsai's birthday, so there you go. Uh, Lake says, Hockey World Happy Cup birthday, starts Shaq. today with Great Britain in, by the way. Um, World Championships, not World Cup. Uh, as in indoor hockey, I'm assuming, or like like field grass hockey jobby as opposed to ice hockey, <laughs> I'm assuming. Um, do you know, I don't mind watching hockey. I don't play it. My mate used to play at county level. I think he, I think he actually represented Great Britain at under 15s or something but then we found alcohol <laughs> so yeah. so he didn't represent much anymore <laughs> alcohol kebabs and birds it's just it's <laughs> always it's always a downfall at 15 years old awkward <laughs> uh mr gary says all good cheer shag is all the better for seeing you two handsome fuck pieces yeah hey. <laughs> said, the emphasis of the caps uh discord did not save us <laughs> yes okay you are welcome. Uh, Lakes says ice hockey. Ah, there you go, ice hockey. Well, see, I'm open to the idea of ice hockey. I have a Mighty Ducks jersey, but that's as open as I get to it. So I'm open to it. I don't understand it. And I'm absolutely a glory fan that watched it on Disney when I was younger. So there you go. Uh, anyway, let's move forward. So we do have a lot of stories based around Microsoft, uh, Epic, and uh, all of that jazz today. So obviously we spoke about Microsoft and Nintendo. Those details came out of the court case. We'll we'll put a pin in the Epic sort of conversation for now. We'll stick with Microsoft though, and we'll jump into their next story. We'll come back to Epic in just a second. But the next story is about Bethesda and Microsoft. Um, and this, I don't think we, we clipped it or recorded it anyway, but this absolutely goes back to something that we spoke about in November-ish or whenever it was finally confirmed about Bethesda being acquired by Microsoft. And we absolutely called this, and in true Ice Creamy fashion, we've nailed it, as Bethesda and Microsoft will host a joint conference at E3 2021. So obviously in previous years, you've had a Microsoft conference to kick things off. Uh, then you've had a Bethesda conference following that. Uh, I can happily say that I was in the last ever Bethesda-only E3 conference. Yeah. But by uh, Bethesda and Microsoft will hold a joint conference at E3 this year, 2021. This is written by Stefan Unley at VG247. And it says, new... Uh, New of the joint? Not news, I'm assuming, of the joint conference with Bethesda. And Microsoft was revealed in an interview with Xbox Game Studios head Matt Boutet. Uh, in the interview uh, with French outlet Lee Figaro, uh, subscription required, it was said by the author Chloe Wojtier that the conference would happen within a few weeks, which likely means E3 2021. Thanks, IGN. Both Microsoft and Bethesda tend to host individual shows during the conference, but it makes sense this year considering the latter is now owned by the Xbox company. What all Bethesda plans... Uh, uh, what... What all Bethesda plans? Yeah, the... Or doesn't feel like it should be there. Okay, what Bethesda plans on showing during the conference is not known at this time, but it's possible we will finally get a look at how Starfield is coming along. According to Bloomberg's Jason Schreier, the game will make an appearance at E3, but that the game is, quote, nowhere near done and won't be released this year. So we're probably looking at sometime in late 2022, and whether we will hear anything else on the next Elder Scrolls game, Bibi Calm Down, is not known either, but it would be nice, even if Starfield is coming out before it. Then again, it could be years before we find anything about it. Ooh, it says in brackets. Mm. I mean, I would say that, but it also says in brackets. Uh, Microsoft is just one of the companies confirmed for the virtual conference this year. The others are Capcom, Nintendo, Take-Two, and Ubisoft, along with Bandai, Namco, Gearbox, Sega, Square Enix, and Exceed Games. Surely more companies will be announced at a later date. And then just to wrap things up, I'd usually stop there, but we did cover this yesterday, so it's a nice tie-in. Coinciding with E3 this year is the Summer Game Fest, which kicks off June the 10th, just a couple of days of head of E3 2021 partners. This year include 2K Games, Activision, Bandai, Namco, Blizzard, Capcom, Devolver Digital, EA, Epic Games, Gearbox, Hi-Rez, PlayStation, Riot, Sega, Square Enix, Steam, Ubisoft, Warner Brothers, Xbox, and plenty of other developers and publishers. <laughs> E3 2021 runs June 12th to June 15th. I genuinely, halfway through that sentence, thought I'm not making it to the end of this. I've, I've let myself down. I've let, I've let us all down. <laughs> Lung is going to explode. <laughs> yeah. managed, to, managed to pull it out the bag, though. So Bethesda and Microsoft to hold a giant conference. Can't be expected, really, babe. I mean, as soon as we called it, what are you saying? Mm, yes. <laughs> I mean, this is a nice little bit of news. It's just, it's an all-encompassing thing, isn't it? It's that, ooh, it's going to be a joint one. What are we going to get? Because it's literally just all speculation at this moment in time. I'm very interested to see what Microsoft was going to bring to the table. I'm also very interested to see 
what they're about and what they're going to mention about Bethesda because this will be one of the only times I think we've had since they've taken over Bethesda, since they've brought them into the fold, that we've heard from the horse's mouth exactly what it is what it is that they'll be doing for Microsoft potentially. Like, have they got a timeline of events that for these games are going to come out? I know it mentions Starfield, it also mentions Elder Scrolls in here, but what else have they got in the pipeline? Is this the first opportunity that we're going to hear, again, from the horse's mouth, what it is likely to be given to us in the next coming years? That That's the most interesting part of this news story. We don't, nobody knows. And I think that's, I think that's good. It's, it's not very often in the video games world now where things are kept a secret we don't know things until the very second that something gets released usually something gets leaked and then you have to do all of you all everything that you can to make sure that you don't get it spoiled for you whether that's muting keywords on twitter um blocking news outlets so you don't see anything until it actually arrives or blocking the usual gang that leaks stuff so uh we the fact that we haven't heard much about this deal yet even though it's already happened i'm very interested to see what we're going to be getting from this yeah, I mean, is anyone is anyone surprised about the fact that there will be a joint conference? Probably not. I mean, I, I could see there being two, but I mean, if anything, it's almost a little bit of a shame for Bethesda because in their last conference, yes, they did have like Ghostwire Tokyo and Deathloop, um, but it was kind of a, an after-the-fact sort of conference. Oh, no, it was before Doom as well, so they did have Doom. It was early mention of Deathloop and Ghostwire Tokyo, so they did have some good stuff in there. But if they imagine having a conference where you can talk about what you've done with Doom, how you've saved mm-hmm. Fallout. Um, you then have Deathloop and Ghostwire Tokyo kind of thing on the horizon, plus Starfield, plus mm-hmm. um, Elder Scrolls, all in the same conference. That's that's pretty yeah. tasty. Um, that said, Microsoft, with the likes of Halo and all the rest, gets to put all of that stuff alongside it. That is huge. I mean, there's, there's something yeah. that people always talk about, and we will talk about it because we get swept up in the hyperbole, even though I dislike it severely. The who won E3? I know mm-hmm. PlayStation out there, so you can't throw them in the conversation. It doesn't really work the same anymore. But if that conversation was to go on, if the conversation and the hyper, hyperbole does kick off, you've got to be mishitting to have Halo uh, and probably Forza and probably some new studio announcements that you've uh, acquired, probably some new IP announcements, and then Starfield, and then Elder Scrolls, and then some mm-hmm. Doom content, and all the rest of the stuff that Xbox can have there. To have all of that stuff in a conference, and it's all coming free on day one on Game Pass, oh my fucking God! World yeah. premiere hype. That's That's gonna... It's, it ha- Yet, let me see, let me see. Stream preview. Can you see me? You should be able to see me. I think you can see me. Can you see me? Can you see me? Hey. Do a bit of spring cleaning. Oh, in. <laughs> yeah, we're good. We're back. Nice. Uh, Sky Internet, ladies and gentlemen. If you are watching this on YouTube, hey, how are you doing? We are back for part two of the stream, which had absolutely no notification that it was ending. That's just the way it works when you've got dodgy internet. Back. <laughs> Welcome back for part two. Everyone in the stream, thank you for sticking around. Hey, how are you doing? Um, so what we were talking about then was... Microsoft having what is essentially prepped to be one of the biggest E3 conferences ever. Um, Microsoft do do good conferences. It's, it's as simple as that. I mean, you can you can you can argue about the quality of the content or if there's enough of it, and that's kind of been their problem in terms of they've not had the games. Even if you're a Microsoft fan, unless you're an absolute blinded fanboy, you could absolutely hand on heart say, "Yeah, we've got." an exceptional console. We've got exceptional services mm-hmm. like Game Pass. We don't have exceptional titles that you can't play anywhere else. But yeah. now that will start to change. If, if Elder Scrolls and Starfield and things like that are exclusive to Xbox consoles, um, then that conference suddenly becomes a huge statement of intent. And what I was saying as we went offline is Microsoft has spent $7 billion on acquiring Bethesda. If you're going to spend $7 billion on acquiring Bethesda, 
and not market that, then you're wasting a chunk of cash. So they will spending mm-hmm. they'll be spending millions on ensuring that the content in this is good, that they have great messaging to announce, that their internal timelines are on point so that they're ready to show off trailers and demos and have live stuff that you can play alongside the show. They will go big on this conference. I absolutely 100% believe that. So if E3, Bethesda and Microsoft are joining uh, forces. I may have lost my pen again for a conference. Then, then, <laughs> then it's going to be good for us. It's going to be good. It's going to be good. Yeah. One thing that I've, I didn't see coming, well, well, I did see it coming, but the, the fact that they're now going to have one less place for Microsoft products at the show, I thought they tried to spread out their announcements. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, so they'll have a Microsoft one, and then there might be a few more shows in between from other publishers, developers, or whatever, and then. Bethesda, so it's like Microsoft is spread out across the day rather than just having two of the biggest usual conferences slap bang in, in, into one. That's I thought they'd try to brainwash people. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yeah, it's, it, it is. It is interesting because um, it's such a big, significant, uh, a big and significant. It's significant. Um, it's such a big, significant move that. Bethesda is strong enough to hold its own conferences and it has been doing. That said, there is a bit of a drop-off in terms of size. Most people will watch the Xbox conference, uh, but then it tends to be fans or people that are more likely industry interest people will then watch the bethesda ones so it could be a case of rather than going okay do we want more places to shout about xbox stuff or do we absorb bethesda into xbox so that all the people that are just there for xbox in general that didn't really care about elder scrolls and things like that because it's not an xbox title it's a it's a title it's a bethesda title now we can say, look, this is something you should be caring about too. So that's probably the way they've gone for it in terms of um, dropping it in. And then also the fact that, I mean, COVID world, uh, are they going to have a live stage show? That's going to cost a shitload of money. They're not going to have the audience there so they can ab- uh, absorb all of the cost and get the, the bang for the buck for a much lesser outlay. So there's probably all of that sort of stuff thrown into it too. I would have liked to see another conference. That said, the Bethesda conference tends to be on fairly late, so at least this way we get to see it because the Microsoft conference is on what six, seven, eight p.m. kind of thing, six o'clock ish usually. So yeah, it's all right, nice, yeah, nice. Uh, but let's move ahead. Let's move ahead. Let's jump back into the epic uh, discussion um, as we've got two very good bits of news, which are kind of very well, closely linked. Um, but this is how we kind of end off the week. Uh, do you know what? I'm not going to... Do you know what? I'll ask you for the two words that you would use to summarise the final article of the week, even though we're not quite there yet, babe. What do we finish the week off with? Usually, Graham, and we have done this for the last few months. Free Game Friday. Yeah, Free Game Friday. So this isn't the article, but this is a good setup for it. As Tom Ivan at VG says, uh, VGC says, a new Epic Game Store promotion knocks $10 off every game priced $15 plus. So this isn't new, but if you're new to Epic Game Store, then it will be new to you, and it's a wonderful, wonderful deal. Uh, the discount works on titled uh, in, uh, titles included in its newly launched Mega Sale. So sales with discounts, so discounts on discounts, you love to see it. The Epic Game Store is currently running a promotion which gets you $10 off when you buy any game, costing at least $14.99. The discount varies depending on where you live. In the UK, for example, you'll get £10 off any title price £13.99 or above. And in Europe, it's €10 off €14.99. And it's valid until 4pm BST on June the 7th. So the promotion coincides with the launch of the Mega Sale, which is offering up to 75% off various titles on Epic Game Store. And the $10 £10 discount is valid on sale items if they meet the, uh, the minimum qualifying spend. It's only valid on full games, so can't be used on DLC packs, season passes, or in-game purchases, including V-Bucks in Fortnite. You have to use Epic coupons to get the discounts, sign into your Epic Games account, and select Hit... Uh, hit the get my epic coupon button to claim one for free each time you make a purchase using an epic coupon during the sale period you'll get another one free uh play of 
players who've pre-purchased unreleased games that launch during the sale will automatically receive a partial refund to account for the coupon, which will be sent directly to the payment method they use. Okay, if you've bought a game already, you're going to get 10 quid back. Nice. Um, <laughs> titles included in the sale include Kingdom Hearts 3 uh, plus Remind, Assassin's Creed Valhalla, Oddworld Soulstorm, Cyberpunk 2077, Outriders, and Red Dead Redemption 2. Uh, and then, do you know what? As soon as it says it there, let's jump into the next article too. So this week's free Epic Game Store title is NBA 2K21. Once again, written by Tom Ivan at BGC. This is the free Game Friday content you're looking forward to. Basketball title will be free until May the 27th. So if you want one of the most beautiful games that you could ever see, uh, and you're into sports games, particularly basketball, I mean, especially basketball, then this could be for you as this week's free Epic Game Store is NBA 2K21. The full game is yours to keep for free this week. Uh, titles included in the Marketplace's weekly free games promotion are usually revealed a week before they're made available, but Epic kept the identity of the latest one a mystery until now. NBA 2K21 replaces Mipumi Games' The Lion's Song, a narrative adventure game... Uh, focused on a cast of Austrian artists and scientists struggling with creativity and inspiration, which was free to download from May the 13th to May the 20th. Now, the basketball game, which normally costs $49.99 on Epic's Marketplace, will also be replaced by another mystery game on May the 27th. Um, in a separate announcement, publisher 2K said, PC players can now experience cross-play for NBA 2K21 on Epic and Steam platforms. An Epic Game Store promotion also launched on Thursday. Knocks £10 off every game, price 15 or above, which we've just told you about. So there you go. £10 off of every game that costs you uh, $13.99 or above. If you got you pick up a 14-quid game, it's going to cost you 4 quid. Bargain. Plus, whilst you're in there, you might as well pick up this bad boy for free. Not that specific bad boy. Is that Zion Williams? Mm. Uh, the, the game that he fronts, NBA 2K21, for free, on PC. You get to keep it forever as long as you get it before the 27th of May. Six days. Get in. Get the goods. Get out. Nice. Free Game Friday is looking good this week, babe. What are your thoughts? It's looking very good, Graham. It's looking very good. Uh, the NBA game, I've never been a massive fan of NBA. I just, I know, I understand the rules, but it's just something about it that just, it doesn't tickle my fancy. But the fact that you're getting one of the best single player experiences and a revolutionary way that the games are played online with, I always forget the name of it. I'm sure it's Playground, but the way that they do the game is unbelievable. And you're getting it for free. So what's there to lose? You'll see it. Love to say what there is to lose. Nothing. That's what. That's what. So if, <laughs> if you have a PC, we mention this all the time. Uh, and the reason I keep mentioning it like this is because this was me. I'm talking from experience. If you have a PC and you've got Steam installed, nice. You've got the games. If you have uh, a PC, but you just haven't bothered getting Epic because it's just a bit of faff getting another game client. Well, what's the point? I don't spend that much time on my PC. I play on the console more than I do on the PC. Even though I've got a PC that could do so much better than my console, I still play on my console more. If that's you, because that was me, um, just just download Epic Game Store. We, we're not on a commission with this. We say this every week. We, we hammer it so much that it sounds like we're on a commission. We're not. It's just such a good good deal that you can abuse for now. Epic are throwing money away to try and uh, increase their user base. So you might as well get free games like NBA 2K21 that you get to download and keep forever for free whilst it's there. Do it. Do it. Miss it. Miss out. Um, yeah. I can't... Uh, um, <laughs> Is that remember? <laughs> Either. Um, Tito says, bloody work making me answer, answer calls. Who do they think they are? I know exactly, right? Get out of here, workers like having to work at work um forget work you know just load up the playstation and jump on for a few games with me jump in some pubg jump in some pubg uh speaking of which that is the end of the show thank you everyone for sticking around for free game friday news plus the uh, microsoft conversations as well as all the rest of the stuff if you missed the headline stories nintendo and microsoft are in bed with one another or maybe Maybe not. Maybe they were. Maybe they're not. Maybe they never were. They just talked about it. We don't really know. But we do know that they did have secret talks. Uh, is it just about something like a, a, a Smash Brothers crossover? Or is it a Game Pass conversation? We don't know. If we do get any more details, we will let you know. But it's interesting to know that there have been some conversations. Bethesda, yeah. on the other hand, have been speaking to Microsoft, as you'd expect. See, they are now their parents. Bethesda and Microsoft will share the same stage at E3. There will not be separate conferences. It will be a joint conference this year. And then we're closing things out with the news that not only is NBA 2K21 free, on the Epic Game Store, but their mega sale has started and also 
so you can save £10 on every game that costs £40 or more. So there you go. If you're buying games, make sure you save your money because if not, you're just, you're just throwing your money away. and that's not, that's not nice. You worked hard for it. Keep the money. Um... <laughs> just just pressing my buttons and then I've just not like that easy tiger just seen this uh, Mr. Gallic Clark rolls through with yet another meme uh, when Graham announced he was buying a voice changer mod <laughs> GG's that's going to be a profile pic <laughs> that's, that's, that's a constant face for Bib that's just oh, <laughs> it's not even that it's just Graham's talking oh fuck's sake uh, but we are going to disappear. We are going to jump on with some PUBG. So if you want to play some games, join us. If you want to watch two northern buffoons trying to fumble their way through a fight with 98 other players, then join us anyway. You don't have to play. You can just watch. We will be back on the channel in about 15, 20 minutes-ish. Yeah. So make sure if you're new here, you hit the follow button because that way you do get notified when we go live. We're going to go off. We're not going to raid anyone else because we're coming straight back on. So we'll go off. We'll jump back on and then you can join us for some PUBG. If you're not doing anything, if you're having your lunchtime, maybe you've got Friday off, maybe you're just not doing anything for the rest of the day or at least not until later on, feel free to stick around. And if you have PUBG on the Xbox or the PlayStation, you can jump in and join us. We would love you to share the screen with us. But for now, Bib, is there anything that yes. you'd like to add? Again, thank you very much for joining us for all five episodes of The Scoop this week. If you do want to help shape our show for Monday, then there is two ways that you can do that. First of all, find us on social medias at Ice Cream Rollers across all major social media platforms or get into our Discord if you are watching this on any of our on-demand services. All the links that you require will be in the description either below or to the right-hand side, depending on what platform you're on. But there is an area inside our Discord called The Scoop. All we need from you is the URL plus your first impressions. We will then give you our first impressions on the very next show, which I mentioned on Monday, but at what time, Mr. Grand Day? 10 a.m. <laughs> ish. ish. <laughs> 10 a.m. ish. Uh, I do mention at the start of the show and I mention at the end, we do go live at 10 a.m. ish each and every single weekday. Uh, we do work in the video games industry, so the real work comes first. We do work as jelly, but then we put on our capes as ice cream, jelly and ice cream. So whenever the jelly stuff is done, the ice cream stuff starts. So that's why we go live at 10 a.m., Ish. And we have an exclusive emote in the chat that you guys are dropping in. And Callan Echo, who has access to that emote, has just written the word ish anyway, which we which we approve. <laughs> uh, but thank you very much. As mentioned, see you back in about 15, 20 minutes. Get yourself some food, get yourself some biscuits, a nice warm drink or a cold drink, whatever you want. And uh, we'll see you for some games of PUBG. Enzo Cass says, I'll PUBG. Yeah, jump at the team. Get into our Discord if you're not already in there, mate. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, we will be jumping into the uh, PUBG squads uh, part of the Discord for the voice chat. So we'll see you in there in about 20 minutes or so. For now, though, have yourselves a fantastic weekend if we don't see you before. Make sure you jump in. There's a good, good shout that we will have some knockout city for you this weekend. I'm not going to confirm yes. when or where. Just keep your eyes out on our socials um, and uh, on Twitch, obviously, because you'll get notified. Before that, though, have yourselves a fantastic weekend. Remember, stay, stay frosty. frosty.